Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the Word Up Podcast, your daily Bible study companion. We hope you've been blessed by previous episodes. If you're new here, we'd like to say a big welcome. We believe you're not here by accident and we've got something great for you today. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, tea or juice and let's get right into it. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12, New Living Translation. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. I'll take it again. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. The Christian journey is one that can be enjoyed, but at the same time, it is important to note that we're in constant war against the kingdom and works of darkness. So it is imperative that we have the right attitude, posture, gear, and fighting weapons. This is not fight against anyone you know. It's not fight against any named uncle, aunt, sibling, or in-law. This battle is spiritual and ongoing. So whether anyone believes in spiritual warfare or not, it doesn't exonerate them from it. One of the fathers of faith said, and I quote, Life is a warfare, not a funfair. Anyone that considers life to be just a funfair becomes victim of circumstances. He says life is a warfare, not a funfair. Anyone who considers life to be just a funfair becomes a victim of circumstances. What does that mean? When you are in a war zone, the opponent doesn't go about asking if you were informed of the war. No, they don't. Their singular aim is to take you down. So be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared so you can fight the good fight of faith and come out victorious. The verse says again, fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. Why is this referred to as the good fight? Does that mean there is a bad fight? Hmm. I'll start by explaining what the bad fight is and then we'll proceed to know what the good fight is. A bad fight is one that is physical and not approved by God. In other words, being in enmity with anyone, keeping malice because someone offended you, Engaging in physical combat against someone you think is responsible for your problems. These are all bad fights. What then is good fight, you may ask? The word good was translated from the Greek word kalos, which means approved, genuine, excellent, precious, honorable, pure, hence praiseworthy. The first word fight which opened the verse is an invitation to contend, struggle, to labor fervently, to endeavor with strenuous zeal to obtain something. 
So putting everything together, we've been called to engage in fervent contention against the enemy, our adversary, and we do this from the standpoint of a pure heart. This is the approved, excellent, and praiseworthy fight of faith. Now that we know the nature of the fight, I will now highlight three keys for success in this fight. Three keys for success in the fight of faith. Number one, righteousness. Yes, righteousness. For us to fight in the approved way and also to have the backing of Christ, we need to contend from the place of righteousness without bitterness in our hearts. We need to draw the line with the world and its sinful practices as we preserve ourselves in holiness. God said in his word, Be holy, for I am holy. In other words, there are two camps. Choose where you want to be. You can't possibly be in both camps. No. You are either living a holy life or you choose to live in sin with the world. When we have the right posture in holiness, we realize that the victory is already won through Christ Jesus. Teachings on holiness are not very popular today, but note we can't afford to water down the message of Christ. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is there anything you're doing that needs surrendering so you can live a holy life unto God? Reflect on this as we proceed to the second key. The second key is the weapon of prayer. The weapon of prayer. Prayer is the life wire of a Christian. A Christian who does not pray is like a car without petrol. Our level of commitment to prayer is like the quantity of petrol we purchase for our cars. For example, if I bought $5 diesel into my car, I should not expect it to take me 100 miles. In other words, our investment in the place of prayer is directly proportional to how far it takes us. Our investment in the place of prayer is directly proportional to how far it takes us. Prayer meetings are the least attended meetings in any church. Satan is happy with you doing everything else but pray. Prayer is most effective when it is done based on the word of God. And this leads us to the last key. Key number three, the word of God. The word of God is referred to as the sword of the spirit. The Bible was written in the era where sword was considered the major weapon of attack against the enemy. If a soldier was asked to pick one weapon for battle, it would be the sword. I guess the writer here had to specify that it was the sword of the spirit so people don't misunderstand and pick up physical swords to fight spiritual battles. Today, a sword may not be the best armory out there, but when you picture the most important weapon for fighting any battle, replace that with the Word of God. The Word of God is said to be effective, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. We see Jesus who, when he was attacked by the devil after his fast, he used this weapon in that good fight. Every response of his began with the phrase, It is written. It is written. Jesus did not respond to Satan using his opinions. 
he was teaching us how to fight the good fight of faith. Note that he had just finished a lengthy fast where he humbled himself before God and in righteousness. He fasted and prayed and he fought using the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Folks, there's only one kind of fight we've been encouraged to fight as Christians, and that's the good fight of faith. It is a fight of faith. The just shall live by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So then, what is faith? Faith is knowing that what God has promised has come to pass. What God has promised has come to pass already. Yes, it has. Living in the reality of God's word. So the fight of faith is also taking action against all doubt and unbelief. Taking action against all doubt and unbelief. Standing in faith, believing the spoken and written word of God concerning your life. Living from the reality of God's word and not your circumstances. As we bring this episode to a wrap, the fight of faith is not only against Satan and his works, it is also a fight within to ensure we are walking in faith at all times. Fighting our natural senses that want to stand against us believing God and walking in his realities. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. Don't let go of the confession and practice of the eternal life which you have received from Christ and his word. What are the lessons we can learn from this lovely verse? Number one, the fight of faith is not a physical battle. The fight of faith is not a physical battle. Number two, Life is a warfare, whether we realize it or not. Lesson number three, prayers with correct knowledge of the word of God from the standpoint of righteousness are relevant keys to success. Prayers with correct knowledge of the word of God from the standpoint of righteousness are relevant keys to success in this fight. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come to us today. We ask, dear Father, that you would help us to fight the good fight for the true faith that we have received. Help us to stand in righteousness in this wicked world. Help us to devote our hearts to prayer and your word. And as we do this, we receive your help in this fight of faith. Help us to live in faith and not in unbelief. Have your way, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning into the Word of Podcast today. We hope you've been inspired by God's Word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at wordoppodcast21 at gmail.com. We'll be delighted to read from you. You could also do it by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word of Podcast. God bless you. Bye-bye.